to Vincent D'Onofrio and Men in Black when you said that. <laughs> you turned into the sugar water bug person. I don't even remember that. Oh, it's, I mean, yeah, he, he talked like how you talked just then. It was very scary. It was very nice and spooky. Setting the tone again. Mm, so spooky. Mm. Welcome to our spookiest podcast, the Scary Gundam podcast. Welcome to the Halloween episode of Wow Cool Robot, <laughs> recorded on July 19th. I mean, fuck Christmas in July. What about Halloween in July, you know? Mm, yeah, true. We should have done it last episode because there was a fucking demon. There was a demon. I missed the demon. I missed the demon. Rest in peace to that demon. Yeah, pour on out for Dozel. Fuck Dozel, I like his demon only. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I think Dozel, him, Dozel himself is fine. No, he's cool. He, look, he had Big Zam. I feel bad for his family. What do you say yeah. while yawning about Dozel? Yeah, oh my god, I'm so tired right now. This is going to be... I don't know, we'll probably get our energy levels as we're talking about the cool robots contained within. Um, what's this podcast about, Morg? Uh, Gundam? Cool, just checking. It's about new types. It's about, oh, I cannot wait to talk about these new types. It's actually about a new breed of human. Oh, I don't like saying that. <laughs> they they have they have better egg moves. That's what makes them special. <laughs> Fuck. All humans are normal type. Norm, like, humans are normal type and new types uh-huh. are psychic normal. Yeah. Yeah, you breed them. They don't normally get a nasty plot, but now they do. <laughs> That's what Char's been doing since day one. He's always just nasty plotting. Okay. He's always been nasty. He's always been plotting. My eyes are just like not working right now. They're like itchy and good start. Good start. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So right now. So uh, speaking of kicking ass, um, Zabi almost kicks his son's ass. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, well, 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 first off, this is episode 37 of Mobile Suit Gundam, uh, The Duel in Texas. Yeehaw, partner. When I'm drilling Texas. I thought you were going to sing the Black Parade in a Southern accent. <laughs> when I was a young boy. Wow, that was, I have a bad Southern accent, but that was like especially bad today. That sounded fine. <sighs> Um. Yeah. So. 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 Dagwin Zabi is like he's talking to his fail son. <laughs> Truly. Giren's just mad. Giren is so mad. He's very plotting in these episodes too. He's hashtag thonking about it. He's thonking about it. Do you think is he the oldest Zabi yeah, child? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Because he doesn't look as old as like anyone else. I think he is at least. Because, like, he has a perfectly smooth porcelain face. Like, Dozel is, like, Dozel looks like he's 200 years old just because he's been in battle so much he's covered in scars. We don't even see Kaecilia's face half the time because she's just Cobra Commander. I guess we know Garma's baby. But... I also don't know, like, Kaecilia's age within the brothers. You know what? You know what it probably is? 
Well, not probably, but what I it I wouldn't be surprised if it were this, where Kaecilia is the oldest, but Giran's the first boy. That's what I was wondering too. It's like a dynasty thing. Yeah. Dynasty. Um, dynasty. Any, dynasty. Dynasty. Dynasty warriors. I, they say dynasty across the pond. I'm going to get in Sarah's good graces before huh. we start recording I Zeta. Did not know that. I believe so. Well, they also call it a guillotine. So fuck them. Um, a guillotine. Uh, yeah, they're talking. Uh, they're talking about how Aboaku is the last line of defense for Zeon. Uh, I don't think they have nearly enough vowels in this name. Aboaku. I don't remember. Oh yeah, Aboaku. I was like, I don't know what that means. It's 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 their it's their like final egg. It's a b a o a q u. It's their final egg. Is that what you said? Yeah, it's like like it's like how Eggman's like last line of defense uh, is like last fortress area is called final egg. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It's their final stinky egg. Stinky. Uh oh, hmm. stinky. Um, and then it cuts. <laughs> it cuts back to Whiteface. Yeah. Um, and Frau and Amaro are chatting. Amaro, uh, Frau is like, "You're good to ha- you're g- too good to hang out with someone like me," and I'm like, "No, don't say that." Amaro, I'm only in Silver Two, and you're in like. You're in Platinum 3 or whatever. Amro, you're way too good at this game. Like, you're leaving the rest of us in the dust. Yeah, I just felt bad for her. I was like, oh, he's still your friend. Yeah, she's like, we don't we don't talk anymore, Amaro. Well, yeah. And, and she sort of suspects something happened inside 6. Will you tell me about it? And Amro's like, I'll tell you later. I don't think he'll ever get to... Well, not... Uh, th- that sounds... That sounds ominous. He I don't think he'll ever end up telling tell her, though. I, mean, I feel like he's just gonna like forget about it. I feel like she's gonna learn through someone else, you know, like she or she's gonna learn like about oh right, yeah, all this stuff. <sighs> It'll be like a very casual conversation on the bridge, and like Bright is gonna offhand mention it, and she's gonna be like, "What?" <laughs> Bright Bright just knows everyone. Bright just knows everything. everything. Yeah, he's smart. Um. Abandoned the Alamo. That's what I wrote. Oh, because the Texas. Yeah, you heard about Texas? Texas is fucking abandoned. <laughs> it, so, Texas. The Texas zone was called because it is a. it was originally devised as a farming colony. As we know, farming is from Texas. That's where cows are. That's the only place cows are. Um, <laughs> it's Texas. Um, yeah, it's like leisure and farming. Um but it was abandoned. everything's bigger in Texas. It was abandoned, and we find out later why. I mean, other than like we know because the war is happening, but it was also abandoned because um, I believe the uh, hmm. mirrors that reflect the sun onto it uh, were damaged in the war, and that causes it to become like permanent evening and permanent desert. Yeah, it's it's like it it's not optimal farming time, you know. Like the, you don't have the sun going up and down and whatnot, so it's like nothing can really grow because it's not earth conditions, right? So, which is a, a really cool idea, like you know, a sort of cool, realistic. This is the kind of thing that would happen if the lights were to be like this. Because again, if the if the mirrors were damaged and they were always on, it would fry. If the mirrors were damaged and it was always off, it would freeze. So the fact that it's evening is like, okay, I can, I'll suspend my disbelief enough to think that the only thing that would happen is just like it becomes arid and shitty. Yeah. Um, my next note is Shargat Gelgug? Shargat Gelgug? Gelgug. 
Gilgog. I like the Gelgoog. Gilgog. It's fine. I mean, it's spelled I Gilgog, like it. but it's Gelgoog. It's spelled Gelgoog. It has two O's. Okay, never mind. You're right, it was. I just spelled it wrong. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I mean, I, I like it, but... I don't like it as much as the Zaku's. I like it a lot because it's like it, it calls to mind his Zaku more than his I, it, I mean, yeah, it. I think you look at it and you're meant to think this is the next evolution of Zaku's. But like, I, I, it's a little the head is strange to me. It has this weird sort of like chunky looking feather thing coming yeah. off the back of it, like a strange fin. It has a weird sort of like mask part of its face that doesn't quite look right to me i'm not i don't know i don't know know. i'm just not a big fan of it i literally said wow cool robo when i saw it (laughs) (laughs) but i think i'm just extremely happy to see a red robot again yeah yeah because char is back i mean he's been back he's piloting stuff again yeah he's doing it um sailor take bath oh my god everyone Whenever they keep showing these, but she is relaxing, which is nice. That's the thing. When they show us these scenes, it's more of a realistic. Yeah, these characters are like just taking baths or whatever. It's not like weird or perving oh, no. out over. It. It's just like it's a normal thing to do. I've just noticed it's always been the women. That's the only reason I was like, even though they did. That's true. Like they definitely like had the whole thing about like let's take a shower with. Um, mm-hmm. Right with, with uh, Slager. But. They haven't shown it. Not that I necessarily want to see it, but you know what I mean. Like it's yeah, it's equality. <laughs> it's a, it's equality is what it really boils down to. I want it to be equal. Um, Makuve has a weird laugh in the dub, by the way. Makuve is like this dude is just like this. These are his episodes now. Like he's the one who gets to chew up the scenery right now. He's here. He is chewing the scenery. He is. I'm g- gonna kick someone's ass, maybe his own. He he also gets a cool robot more. It's called a Gaian. I thought he said it's oh, a I thought it was a Gyan. I think it might be Gaian. No, I think it's Gyan a Gaian. I, I, don't I think know. it's Gyan because I thought he said Gams. So okay, Gams. I mean, hey, I mean, big Gams. big Gams return. It might be Gams. Hey, big <laughs> oh hey, big Gams, <laughs> big Gams. But the Gyan. Hey, now this is a robot I can get behind. Yeah, dude. It also like, has swords, which is oh, great. I love it. has a swords. It has a cool shield that shoots. It has like a very nice, very light purplish blue color. It has a sort of like cr- like cross-shaped eye hole. It's a strange sort of cone head, but it's pretty cool looking. I like this one. Yeah, me too. What if they had a red version of this and it was charged? Hmm, now we're talking. Now we're talking. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, everyone's on the move at this point because like they've all been sort of like hiding, slowly moving around the Texas shit field, and then like once Char is on the move, then White Base is on the move, and then Makave is on the move. So Makave is like, all right, let's kill Gundam. So he has his like little squadron of Rickdoms, and the fighting begins. And Amaros is like, you know, immediately going ham. He like kicks a dom in the nuts and shoots it. It's pretty he cool. Kicks a dom in the dom. <laughs> we we during the fighting we also cut to texas and char and lala are down there already lala's still hanging out with char as we know they're in a freaking covered wagon they're in oregon trail right <laughs> yeah, now. yeah they're doing oregon trail um it seems like they're both pretty good at this game um <laughs> they haven't hey like they haven't gotten dysentery yet work checks out uh this <laughs> is where we hear about the mirror stuff but uh, yeah, yeah lala 
gets to like a weird like resonance in her head or something. Brain waves. She's got weird brain waves happening to her, and she's like, "What is happening?" Yeah, she she detects another new type, which is means probably Amaro. He he's drift compatible with other new types. I mean, Lala and Amaro definitely have like some weird psychic connection. Yeah, like. That's like all that happens in these episodes, really. Yeah, like when I <laughs> when I first read it, I was like, "She could like, is she resonating with Char? What the fuck?" And then I'm like, "Oh, it's probably Amro." <laughs> no. Yeah. I was like, I don't know who's a new type and who's not. I mean, people are like becoming new types, so I feel like there's we're gonna have more than we just know of right now. Gundam become new type. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Texas become new type. <laughs> 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 Uh, so back at the fight. Oh my gosh, cracked again. That was cool. Back at the fight, it sort of revealed that the whole thing was merely a ruse to lure Amro to the Gion so Makuve can beat ass. And he fights like a little wiener. He does not fight honorably at all. He is a mischievous Makuve. Were he a Pokemon, he would have Pranky as his ability. He would be Pranky. He'd be Pranky Dark type. He's a Grim Snarl. Absolutely. He would, he, he would have a no, because no, because yeah, he's not. He's too twinkish to be. Grim yeah, Snarl. he would Snarl's a bear. A grim Snarl, but he would have a Grim Snarl. He's a Morgrim. I'm a Morgrim. Um, more and more people are saying this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he, like he's he he has rude bombs. Uh, he like can shoot stuff out of his shield. He sort of like he's like hitting running on Amaro, dropping bombs behind him, and then he escapes into Texas. Yeah, but he also like. Before he escaped to Texas, he was, like, moving towards a rock that had guns in it. And he was just, like, playing dirty. Yeah, he's, like, uh, he's surprised that Gundam is able to, like, take these hits, though. Uh, so we cut back again to Tejas. Lala is saying she's going to pilot something called the Elmeth. Can't wait to find out what that is in an episode or two. Oh, Texas. Oh, my God. Texas. It's how you say Texas in Spanish. Oh, my fuck. <laughs> and... Char has a pretty wild line here because he talks to Lala and he says, hey, you're going to become a better pilot than I am. That's why I sent you. That's why I sent an orphan like you to the Flanagan Institute. Yeah. What? So, first of all, what's the Flanagan Institute? Second of all, I think the it's 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 Flanagan Institute school for troubled children or it's 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 it, 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 I'm pretty sure it's new type school. I think it's new school because they mention it later with a different new type also. But mm-hmm. um. Yeah, I was like, when was she there, and why is she going to be better than the Red Comet? Exactly. If Char is saying that she's going to be better than he is, that means, like, she's a threat. She's We gotta take this kid out. Fucking monster. How old is she? I was like, this is a- Uh, pretty sure she's, like, 15. I was like, she's a babby. I guess Amuro is a babby, too, but we're used to Hmm. that at this point. Well, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, we're more. We're no better than the Earth Federation. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. But uh, Shar also knows that Makuve is like fighting in Texas to show off in a way. Like he's right. It's very like he's, he's right. Knows Makuve like too. Yeah, but but Shar's like I still want to join the fight because I'm I have nasty plots. I'm I. Keep using nasty plot. I'm at two plus six. I need to use this oh attack power somewhere. Um, but also because he's like <laughs> Makuve's 
technically on my side, so I should probably help him. And he does try to help mm-hmm. Makuve, but they that doesn't work very well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they start like bickering, like when um yeah, like because Char goes over to help and you know. well before before all that happens. Oh yeah, uh, sorry. Amro Amro enters Texas. Um, this is a very funny scene though. Because it's like this gigantic, and you get a sense of scale here, right? Because Amro's in Gundam, this 18 meter tall robot, and he's entering the sort of like airlock docking area of Texas. And like, it's very, very big, but Amro's like clinging to walls and like hiding in corners and stuff because Makuve's planted bombs like all over the place. It's just like, he's like holding on to sliding doors as they like go up. So he's like out of sight. It's a very cute scene. It's a little minefield. Yeah, he's got to be a little sneaky sneak boy. A little stinky stink boy is what it sounded like you said. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Por que no listos. Yeah. But eventually he, like, gets away. And is this when Char appears and is like, hello? Uh, Well, so he's, he's like, in the docking bay now. Um, And, L- like, Lala feels Amro entering Texas psychically because they're new types. We know this already. Uh, Char is so cool because he gets in his Gelgoog. And his, his uh, like, his little people is his soldiers are like hey you gonna put a normal suit on and he says i don't wear normal suits because my policy is to always return in one piece by relying on my survival instinct hell yeah you go dude he's crazy dude because yeah he's like i'm gonna wear a pilot suit i'm gonna go wear a space suit i would be naked if i could (laughs) he just loves the risk he loves risking he basically he does he basically says it's my choice to not get destroyed in battle it's my choice it's like if if I were to be attacked in battle, I would simply survive and walk away fine. Truly, <laughs> I love him so much. I love him. <gasps> but yeah, now he goes out in the Gelgoog, and now he's like starts being bicker. Yeah, starts to bicker with Makuve. Yeah, there's like a stand. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was like excited. I wrote standoff in all caps when Makuve and Agro were like. Yes, it, it does. It does like the. Because it's Texas. But then there's a uh, Char gets in the way and fucks everything. Yeah, of of his like his dirty rat combat style. Um, Kuve like mentions new types. Yeah, he he says Amro is he says this boy might be and I quote a new type of human. Yeah, he's just calling it. He look he he looks directly in the camera and says this. (laughs) <laughs> thank you uh are, are, are you are you familiar with overwatch morgue i'm familiar i'm not like i don't play it but when when amuro is fighting in texas you hear a, a, a voice saying it's top new oh it's type new. <laughs> i know it's happening. mccree strick huh <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so Amuro and Makuve go in a cool sword fight, which is pretty sick. Yeah. It's like a sick looking sword fight, too. I love the sword that Makuve has. It's just like a yellow saber. and It works really well with the colors of the Gyan, too. It's like yellow and this nice, like, lilac color, almost. Yes. I like to see it. I love yellow and purple together. Um, he's very strong. That was my, that was my college colors. Uh, everyone find where Max went to school now. <laughs> I went to James Madison University. Okay. <laughs> Look, I was saying this in, in chat last night. What are you going to do? Dox me? Hang out with me? Don't do it now, but do it later. <laughs> yeah, Max, I'm going to fucking find you. <laughs> yeah. So when they're like, yeah, they're like 
Char just like stands back and like lets Makuve fight. And it's just like, hope Gundam gets rid of him. Fuck Makuve. Yeah, pretty much. If he doesn't want me to help, fuck him. He can do it without me. <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> Go kick rocks, Makuve. And then Lala's like, lol, why is Char not helping? <laughs> it's okay this part gets so weird right because lala starts to feel the psychic energy again there's this very like weird sound effects going on in this battle like the sound at one point like just starts cutting out entirely lala like they're fighting amuro sort like lala's like stop it's already over stop stop you're killing him he's already dead amuro like dives at makuve with both his swords drawn and like bear hug crushes him to death with his swords digging into the sides yeah. He's cool. Yeah, dude. But, like, the fact, like, he was, like, doing this while she was talking in his head. Like, sh- he was distracted and still fucking destroyed Makuve. It rules. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's bad, it even, but it like, rules, you know? Yeah, the, the only thing that snaps him out of it is Lala saying in Martin Prince voice, Stop, stop, he's already dead. <laughs> And yeah, and like as he's dying, as his Gundam or as his like Gyan is blowing up, Makabe's he he radios Uragong, who is like his like second in command or whatever, and he tells him to deliver his weird antique glass bong to Kaecilia. <laughs> That's what it is. It looks like it. <laughs> I thought he was like saying it in his head. The way that the dub like pictures it, it's just like he's telling mm-hmm. his second in command in his head, like. Bring the expensive vase. I'm sorry, the expensive oh. bong to Kaecilia. Yeah, no, I mean, hey, maybe he's also a new type and can do that. Who knows? <laughs> Listen, we won't find out because he's dead. He's dead. Who cares? He's dead. He dies. Rest in piss. I'm. I'm. Pr- press S to spit on his grave. He's fine, but he's dead. And the episode ends. The episode ends with a pretty wild thing that happens more, doesn't it? Um. Well, Char also just says, uh, "You can't beat Gundam from an ivory tower." Um, true, true. Many are saying uh, cool music, cool music. Uh, and and Amaru and Lala, uh, they say each other's names. Oh, they do each other's. They get a little. They get a little instant message transmission because they never like introduced each. Like they never. Yeah, yeah. Like said each other's names to each other. They just know it. Yeah, they're only like a presence inside each other's head. But like Amaru's like La La, and Lala's like Amaru. It's like ah. New types, huh? New types. Pretty cool. Kind of weird. New types, huh? Well, see ya. Uh, it's good. <laughs> and then episode, next episode, 38. Char, Char and Sayla. And Sayla. Two of them. Two. Yeah, so Char tells Lala to escape back to the Zanzibar, because Lala's been like in like a jeep the whole time. She's not in a robot or anything. She's just like spectating from the ground. Very safe. Very normal. Um. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, and hey, hey. Remember when we said that more and more people are probably going to become new types? I'm pretty sure Mirai's a new oh, type. Oh, yeah. That's what I got, too, that Mirai was. Yeah. She's like, I just know Amuro's still alive. She had, like, that feeling. And also, later... Mm-hmm. She, she said she said Black Eyed Peas voice, I got a feeling. I got a feeling. But also, like, she later feels like she's being called out by... Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, who, who isn't a new type at this point? Um, maybe Char isn't. <laughs> I don't know. I I feel like Char has to be, a, like, Char has to become a new type, especially because he's, like, he's, like, dunking on new types these entire, like, from this point onward. So it's, like, he can't say this much shit about new types and not end up becoming he's one, He's, like, right? fuck new types. All my homies hate new types. <laughs> uh, 
And then he's like, oh, fuck, all my homies are new types. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's good. Hey, Amaru and Char fight again. Yeah. And it's fun, but not really. Because, I mean, it's fun. It's because robot fighting, but also, like, Char is like, wow, I am at a terrible disadvantage. Yeah. This man is the a boys new are type. fighting. This man is a new type. I am losing. Yeah, he, like, knows where Char is. He's, like, shooting him. He's, like, doing, like, flips and stuff. He jumps over him at one point. Amuro can dodge. Like, he's, like, able to, you know, he does big jumps and whatnot. He stabs the beam rifle out of the Gelgoog's hand. But the Gelgoog has a cool polearm. I love bladed weapons on long sticks is, like, my favorite kind of weapon. I like to see a big spear or a halberd or a naginata, perhaps. We don't see the javelin enough. We don't see the beam javelin. The beam javelin, I feel like, is only used to stab into a big ship or mobile yeah. armor, and that's it. They don't actually fight with it, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah, but um, I just think it's funny that Char is like, I take pride in my firing accuracy, but this dude dodged everything. <laughs> but, <laughs> my, so I gotta beat ass up close. CQC time, baby. Yes, I'm an old type. Rest in piss. Um, <laughs> oh, the intro music plays while they're fighting. In the dub? Yeah, like it's a different style the of the intro does. I don't think I don't think it does in the it's, sub. It's like a different, yeah. Well, shrimp trusting. I like that shit. I feel like I mean, it feels a little. I will say it feels a little unearned to play the intro music, and it's not the final battle, but I'll give it a pass. Yeah, it's fine. It's I fine. Liked it. It's good. Um, I mean, the intro music is good as hell. Moeyagare, moeyagare. Anyway, it was it was just the instrumental, but um. Okay. Oh, okay. I dig that. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't the final, final kind of thing. Yeah. It was just kind of the intro. Um, Char eventually is like, I gotta get out of here. And he causes a fake explosion. And mm-hmm. um, he he's like, Amro's like, I don't think I got him, actually. Why did that happen? Uh, I think he's lying to me. And yeah yeah uh, Char's like he like he's definitely not gonna fall for this but I have no choice and Amaru thinks like I'm pretty sure he didn't die in that explosion yeah but he doesn't like do a whole lot about he's it he's like oh whatever fuck him <laughs> <laughs> oh well die in the desert uh and we go back to space what do we we cut back to space rather the Federation's finally here to provide support so like Zeon's like all right let's get their asses and Sayla gets sent out in G-Fighter. She's beaten ass. She's like, oh, this is so easy. She's getting so good at this. She's probably also a new type. Uh, I think they hint at it at, in the next episode. Like, gen- genuinely, who is not a new type at this point? <laughs> I mean, yeah. They very- I'm telling you, just going into space makes your brain jacked and swole. Well, also, they're like, they were like mostly like kids from side seven. So they like lived in. Damn, maybe side seven has like, maybe 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 they have fluoride in the water there. Yeah, dude, they're making the freaking frogs. Maybe they're, they're making the making the freaking frogs new types. They're making the freaking frogs new types. God. <laughs> so yeah, Sailor's beaten ass. White base ends up docking in Texas, and they like they detect the Magellan class, which is the Federation ship coming to help them. Yeah. So they gotta rescue Amro first because Gundam is like all out of juice, so he can't like fly out or whatever. Yeah, the Magellan just hangs out outside. They're like, yeah. uh. <laughs> Spoiler alert, they're not fine. <laughs> they're not fine. <laughs> but, um, White Base docks. Uh, Sayla and some others are out to do recon. Frau Bo is, like, super spaced out right oh, now. Shit. She's, like, she's not doing so, so hot. Sorry. I, she's just very, I was like, 
my she's thinking about Amaro and getting dissociated. <laughs> I didn't it, know it's she just, was uh... like tired because eventually Bright mentions like that crew is tired, but she seemed like especially like zonked. I don't, and it's weird because it doesn't seem like the kind of thing where she cares so deeply about him that it's like causing her grief or whatever. Because like I, I feel like they're drifting apart in that way. I don't. I feel like it's not like that she loves Amuro. I feel like she's just like doesn't know how to process like Amuro becoming psychic boy. I don't know. Yeah, it's very interesting. Something to keep in mind, maybe. I'm thinking about it. Um. Hey, hey, Morg. What happens next? <sighs> okay. Uh so mm-hmm. Sayla in the buggy, uh eventually like she just gets done saying to Whitebase, like, hey, nothing to see yet, whatever. And this is something important, but um because um because Frabo was so like out of it, um Bright's the one on the communicator for Sayla. This will be important later. Um but anyway, she just gets done saying that in char fucking <laughs> Charpin hops <laughs> into her buggy, just like guns blazing. It's very funny. Sayla sees Char and she's like, get and lose her. We're going backstory. <laughs> sure. Uh Jim Burrell told them that Lord Zeon, who is Char and Sayla's father, created Zeon for the future of humanity who are destined to be reborn as new types. And on his deathbed, he told the bastard potato man, Daegwin Zabi, that he knows that he assassinated him. They took it as, um, like, Zabi pretended that he was being called over to become the new prime minister? Or t- new Which leader. is so, it's, that is funny as hell to me, because no one else heard him. It's like, it, you know what it is? It's like when, when, it's like you talk to your dad and it's like, dad, can I have ice cream? And he says, ask your mom. And you don't ask your mom, but you just tell your dad, she said I could have two ice creams. And your dad's like, okay, I guess, I guess I have no way to prove otherwise. It's just so funny because Dagwin's like, oh uh, yeah, he told me that I'm uh, Mr. Zeon now. Everyone congratulate me. And they all clapped. Yes. And they. <laughs> this is something I mentioned because it's Lord Zeon in the sub, but they kept calling it Jimbo Jimbo, Jimbo, that's his name now. Jim, Jim, Jimbo Rao. Jimbo yeah. Rao kept calling him Mr. Zeon. And I was like, oh, Hello? Mr. Zeon. Mr. Zeon? Mr. Zeon. Mr. Zeon? Uh, and no one can fact check it because he's dead now. It's fine. And, no can... and that's why Jimbo. <laughs> that's why. Yeah. And that's why Jimbo raised Kazval and Artigia on Earth so they wouldn't be targets of the Zabi family. Char's like, even if the Federation wins, humanity won't be at peace because of new types. And the whole time, Bright can hear this, and he's just, like, making the taxidermied fox face. He's like, what the fuck is going on right now? He's like, Caswell, what the fuck is a Caswell? <laughs> there are so many equations floating around Bright's head right yeah, now. Yeah, he's definitely the equation woman. Uh, yeah. It's just, like, it's just funny that Char's like, I'm not that petty to just go be part of Zeon army to be, to kill all the zombie. I I also want to kill the new types. Kill the new types. (laughs) New types are the future. And Sayla's like, new types are our friends. And Char's like, uh, why don't you leave White Base and live in peace? Bye. Yeah. I'm going to send you some gold later. Well, not only does she say new types are our friends, she's like, dude, new types are the future of humanity and everything. They're cool. Yeah. 
We like people are everyone's becoming new type left and right. It's like a fashion trend. You gotta you gotta Texas roll. Texas become new type, but like hmm. it's interesting that this whole new type thing was already like something in the Xeon mind. Yeah, Xeon Xeon been new type. <laughs> Stop. And and like after all this, right? Mirai asks Bright, hey, why do you look pale as a ghost? Why do you look freaked out? And Bright says, is nothing. And Mirai says, I believe you. Goodbye. <laughs> no one presses anyone for information in this show. Everyone has a billion secrets that they don't tell anyone else. I feel like Mirai did look a little sus. Like, hmm, okay. I mean, who knows? She's She she has new type powers, so she probably hurt the whole thing, too, and doesn't care. <laughs> she's like, he'll tell, him, he'll tell me when I'm... When she, fuck. He'll tell me yeah. when he's ready. Um, is mm-hmm. it? Yeah, it's funny that also Char calls Amuro his sworn enemy, which is good. Which is, I mean, that's true, true. technically. But it's also- they, they don't like each other. Um, not the cast of all you once knew. God. He says this to <laughs> Sayla. Uh, he also says, in case you haven't noticed, I'm weird. I'm a weirdo. I don't fit in, and I don't want to fit in. Have you ever seen me without this stupid mask on? That's weird. We haven't. <laughs> it's true. God, dude, it's just I just Char is just uh Char is just Forsyth Jones. Yeah. Man, Riverdale's a good TV show. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I know that part of it. Oh, it's it's so fucking good. Um, you haven't you haven't experienced the, the 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 ups and downs, the epic highs and lows of high school Gundam battles. Someone do an Archie Watch podcast. No, but Lala later asks Char, "What the fuck happened in Texas?" Because eventually, like, yeah, he just like leaves. Yeah, he's fine. He's like Artesia. War doesn't suit you. He leaves. Um, and then yeah, later back on the Zanzibar. Lala's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, why are you acting weird? And Shark says, I'll tell you later. No, he he's never like, tells her. I will not tell you. <laughs> Don't ask it's, me. It's down. like, it's, do not, do not at me, Lala. <laughs> do not at me. Yeah. Sam. Uh Well, no, there's some stuff. Um, the Magellan, the, no, the Magellan class is like flying around. Yeah, it gets owned by the Zanzibar. They're like super, super too late to save it. But they find like a, a funny briefcase floating around in space, like perfectly positions outside of like the sort of exit bay of Texas. So they grab it. And as it turns and uh, no, and the guy in the ship was Joaquin, who yeah. is like one of their he was their Federation contact back on Earth. Like, damn, rest in peace. I guess. Yeah, that's why I was like, wait, I forgot about Joaquin. Sorry. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix. Poor Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> He's dead. He said, I will become the Joker, and he got destroyed by Zeon. God. Maybe Zeon are good, actually. No, um... <laughs> but yeah, so Whitebase returns to Solomon, like, alone, because everyone's dead. But also, um, eventually, they give the briefcase to Sela because they're like, mm-hmm. Her, your name is on this, I guess. LOL. Um, yeah, it's addressed to you, Sela. Hey, you ever seen you, you ever seen Pulp Fiction? Yes. It's just the shiny golden briefcase. Yes, I have seen. Um, and it's yeah, it's it's from Kasval Rem Dekun to Artesia Som Dekun. Hmm, cool names. Cool names. Um, their last name is not Zeon. I thought it would be Zeon. No, it's um, 
Yeah. Hey, that's kind of weird. I don't know a date. I guess I guess Zeon's in their dad's name or whatever, because their dad is like Mister Zeon. Yeah, true. I don't know. I don't know how the naming conventions of of side three work. Um. So. She cries. She's sad. She'll never be able to call him her brother at Casval ever again. Yeah, she like kind of in her, her mind. Yeah, she's like, oh, f- fuck Casval. All my homies hate Casval. Uh, and then and then we're in the next episode. The new type, Chaliable, episode thirty-nine, which is a crazy name because that's like basically Char Asnable, oh. Chaliable. Oh. Which is weird because he's not, there's no relation though. He's just a random guy. It's like either, are they running out of names that sound unique? Charlie a bull is a Surely name, not. I get, so I heard Charlie a bull and I was like, that's an interesting sounding name. I wonder, is this going to be like some young hotshot pilot? It's just a shitty old dude. It's just like a guy. Well, he's good. It's just like a dude in his like 60s. He's not, he's- he has gray hair. It's it's just funny. It is like the last kind of person I would have expected just based on the name alone. Yeah, true. His last name's fucking Bull. Um, yeah. Anyway, Federation is hanging out in Solomon now because they captured it. They're using it as a supply base. And this is like a really creepy scene because we hear this like la la singing noise and then they're just getting randomly blown up. Yeah, this fucking noise is so creepy. It, it like, yeah, it's la la. It's ghostly. Doing it, but it's like a ghostly noise that comes from... Uh, the the Elmith, the mobile armor Elmith. Elmith like does lasers while it's singing. It's like invisible, like precision lasers that just like go right to the dang thing and blow it up. Yep. It's new type powers, and then Mirai fuels us, and she's like, "It's fine. This is okay, actually." I don't know if she says it's fine. I mean, oh yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing a bit, but she does feel it. She knows it happened. Mirai's a new type confirmed. Mirai is a new type. Um, and Bright's just like, I mean, it feels like a war threat. It doesn't feel like a creepy threat. Mirai's like, no, it's creepy. No, 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 no. Come on, Bright. You're not a new type. You don't know. You're an old type. Piece of shit. Yeah. You, use your brain, Bright. So they got to prep for battle now. Hayato tells tells Kiki Captain Let's to bring me my normal suit. <laughs> and they do. He is pretending he's okay. He's fine. It's fine. Yeah, which is, okay, I will say I'm, again, not as worried about him as I was for Ryu because Hayato doesn't really have any death flags right now. So I think he will be fine. The only one vaguely was, like, that he's trying to be okay. But I think he's okay. Yeah. I'm watching him. Yeah. We get a a nice little scene with Bright and Sayla, too. And Bright's like, he's like, don't shoulder your burdens all alone. Like, we're here to help you. Yeah, Sayla's like, I I didn't have a secret agenda. I was she just didn't want to talk about it, and that's fine. Bright's like, yeah, dude, I get it. I'm just your commander. I want to make sure you're like, yeah, bring your emotions into this, but also we're here later. I really like the idea that I I don't. I mean, Bright hasn't like really shown off any new type abilities. I like the idea that Bright's not a new type. He's an old type, and like everyone around him that he's that are under his command are new types. And he's like, I don't fuck to do with all these psychic kids. Yeah, he's just like help. I have become a father to all these psychic children. <laughs> yeah, I do not. I, I uh, the parenting books didn't prepare me for this. Um, Amro flies out battle time. He feels Lala's presence, and then we then he enters like an earthbound battle. Yeah, and we get some like wacky ass visuals here. Yeah, dude, it's so weird. Oh, 
Wait, I, 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 I've, I've, I've been informed he makes some noises in the dub. Wait, before that, did you notice that Sayla uh-huh. had like the new type flash in her eyes? Did she? Yes, I swear to God, she did. I mean, look, I believe that she's a new type. She got that like ching. I don't know how to explain it because it doesn't make a noise. It's just like a flash. No, it, it, it's yeah, it's it's like a little flash of light in their eyes. Uh, I mean, it's consistent design, so I believe yeah. it. Um. Uh. So my I my thought is like, oh, Sayla's been unlocked, but Char hasn't for some. Oh. That's my theory. Um, Shrimp interesting. But yeah. Anyway, back to the scary <laughs> Earthbound fight. Um. Yeah. I realized back to the fucking pink the pink Floyd visualization. I sent you a video of him going like Ugh. He's like kind of doing some weird moans during this that I'm not a fan of personally. <laughs> he moans. But he doesn't do it in the sub and yeah, he's just like, No, it's like a nice a nice quiet ambient moment in the sub, but in the dub it's like <laughs> yeah. It's weird. It ruins it the moment. <laughs> it was very funny. No, it was yeah. a good moment. I don't know what you mean. Um, but yeah, Amro's tripping out. <laughs> um, he's seeing stars in his eyes. They're all like rainbowy stars and like just going across his eyes. And then eventually he sees a figure, which I don't know who it was. Mm. Um, like, I mean, yeah, eventually he sees Lala. But before that, he sees like a weird figure. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's just like someone zooming at him. Yeah, it's it's I think I think it might be a premonition of his fight with Chalia Bull in a little bit. <laughs> okay, that kind of makes sense. So, yeah, Lala ends up flying off cuz like the the Elmeth is weird looking. It's just like a little like capsule, really. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't have any guns or arms, but it just like I guess amplifies the new type waves and is blasts them. Yeah. So she flies off with Shark. She's tired of doing war crimes. And then we get like a few hours Can earlier. You see this like picture of her though, like when he in his vision. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. What she turned into soup. What about it? She's soup now. Lala's it's fine. Soup. It's just, she's drowning in yellow ocean soup water. Okay. She's drowning in the ocean of herself. It's a nice, important emotional moment, and I don't think that she would appreciate your making jokes about her journey, Morg. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> it's it's fun. They had fun with this scene. I like it. It's good. It's a good show. <laughs> good show. So weird. Show. So was, yeah, yeah, really. So anyway, a, a, a few hours earlier, Giran meets with Lieutenant Chalia Bull from Jupiter. I bet he went there to get more stupider. Oh, got him. Oh. And this scene's kind of interesting. Giran yeah. says, "Hey." You're a new type, homie. You're going to serve under my sister. We're going to put you in a cool piece of armor. Yeah, and Charlie is like, yeah, I'm a new type. It just means I have sharper intuition. And Yeah, he doesn't believe in this like mumbo jumbo that he can turn, like see people turn themselves into soup. <laughs> and uh, Jiren's, Jiren? Jiren? I don't know. J- Jiren is the main bad guy in the final arc of Dragon Ball Super anime. <laughs> Giren is who you're thinking yeah, of. Yeah, sorry. I, I wrote it with a G and I was like, it could be pronounced either way. I don't remember. That's true. Is it? It's is Giren. it? Is the file format pronounced Giren or Jiren? God damn it. No, it's not pronounced <laughs> anyway. Um, Giren is like, nah, nah, nah. New types actually have abilities within themselves. And they don't notice them. You just haven't noticed yet. You fool. Yeah. You absolute 
You absolute, you absolute buffoon, you dullard. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, Chalia knew he was going to serve under Kaecilia Ky- before he was even by Giren. Yeah, and and then and Giren's like, oh, can you read my mind even more? And and Chalia's like, I, I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm not trying to do it on purpose. And he's like, I'm just testing you. Blah blah blah. And he's like, just reflect on why I'm sending you to Kaecilia. It's just, I, I don't know. I feel like Giren is trying to play two like four dimensional chess, but he's not quite there yet. Yeah, he's, like, attempting to read the minds of those in power will only lead yeah. here. Yeah, which is, like, I feel like it's pretty good foreshadowing. I can't imagine Giren lasts... I can't imagine Giren has a happy ending at the end of this show. Mm, yeah. Something about the history of what's happened to multiple Z- uh, zombies by now. Yeah. It gives me a little intuition, a little inkling. Yeah, you know. So anyway... Uh, Charlie is hanging out with Kaecilia. They're going to put him in the brow bro that we saw from earlier in the asteroid field that I guess like wasn't fully done yet. So they were able to destroy it quickly. But I mean, you put someone with a big fat brain in one of these things and it works a little bit better. Yeah. They also like wonder if uh, Charlie is a more advanced new type than Lala. But like the two of them like end up like meeting and like talking. And there's like this weird Mm -hmm. vibe. It's a weird vibe. They say, hey, if you're good in the brow, bro, if you're better than Lala, we're going to put you in the Elmith. Yeah. It's like a weird little carrot on a stick for him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we, we get a scene, uh, Shars with Lala, and he's talking with some scientists on, like, how to make the Elmith easier and more efficient for Lala. I guess because it, like, you know, slurps, it slurps her big brainwaves up and turns it into power and energy and war crime. They're like, we got to we gotta milk this stuff even better. Yeah, we gotta make it so she doesn't get tired. And um, yeah, and then Shalia shows up. It's a normal scene. Yeah, this is the norm. He he. So an important note here. He he senses new type um waves from Lala. He doesn't sense any from Char though. No, it's weird. Yeah, he's not one. Maybe he's not. But like, that'd be really funny if he's not a new type. It would be very. It'd be very funny. It would be even funnier if he wasn't a new type, but his sister was. Oh, that would be the the biggest own. That would be so good. It would be like, <laughs> in your face, bro. Get on, kid. Um, but also, like, I guess Lala has very powerful pulses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, La- Lala's brain is like real fat, tripping out her ears. Yeah, I guess she is still stronger than Chala. Yeah, but but Chala is Chala. like, all right, I'll go out and I'll test, I'll test the brow, bro. I'll take attack White Base with it. So he he flies off, and then we cut back to White Base, and Sayla's talking to Bright. She like calls him over to like you know talk a little bit about her past and explain things. And she basically, like, tells him, like, even though he's heard all of it, she just tells him the backstory from last episode again. Yeah, and, I mean, I think he's just, like, they're related, doesn't know that they're siblings. Uh-huh. So, yeah, she confirms that. Yeah. And then he's just like, yeah, I mean, do you want to stay on White Base? She's like, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, okay, I'll treat you the same as I did before. Just, uh. Yeah. Be careful, <laughs> you know? Yeah, com- communist Queen Sela is like, yo, all this gold that he sent me, I'm going to share it with everybody. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. It's cute. Yeah, like, and then she's like, yeah, don't treat me any special. Just like treat me like you always have. Like, I'm just a white paste soldier. And he agrees. And it's great. It's, it's, it's good. It's uh, great. hey, time to fight. Amaro is constantly sweating. <laughs> okay, this, this fight is like, this is like, I feel like the first true big brain Gundam battle 
because not only is it two new types fighting, but it's two new types fighting in space. Yeah. Where it's like, yo, they're like trying to read each other's minds during the battle, and like they're always trying to stay ten steps ahead of the other. It's pretty damn cool. Yeah, and uh, they like can't figure out um, where the brow bro is coming from because it's got all these like parts of it that are kind of like coming off of it and like lasering them from different directions and it's like attached with like it, a it has mr fantastic arms it's got mr fantastic arms and yeah it's cool it's a it's a fun little thing um eventually it cuts off kai's robot leggies yeah gun cannon's legs just get like totally blown off because like they're freaking out right now because the Brow Bro is fighting, like, they think there's three mobile armors in space right now because the Brow Bro has those extendo arms that can fight so fast that, like, they think one thing is just three. It's pretty sick. So, and, 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 have you noticed that Amaru is thinking too fast for Gundam to keep up? Not only have I noticed, but he mentions it because he's like, wow, Gundam is falling apart. I am ripping Gundam It's apart. so good. It's, it's like, it's not that Gundam is falling apart. It's that Amaro, your brain is too beefy, my boy. Yeah, no. I mean, he says it's because it's not going fast enough. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, wow, Gundam can't keep up with me. He's, without realizing that that's not a normal thing. Like, that's not a normal human Like, thing. Gundam is the most advanced robot in the world at this point, And Amaro is like, I'm better than this. Yeah, that's crazy shit. And, uh, yeah, he's, like, there's just, like, sparks flying out of some of the levers because he's just, like, yanking it around too hard. Yeah, it's pretty sick. He's, like, it's not going fast enough. It's not going fast enough. It's, like, dude, you're going too fast. (laughs) I mean, you're not because you're dodging and it's good. But, like, (laughs) chill. Um, Slow down, my boy. They only detect one mobile armor, and eventually... Amro's enormous brain detects that there's only one, and he finds it. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Ah, there it is!" And it's cool, like rainbow in his eyes. When he- yeah, he uses a new pipe towers to like track it down in space. Yeah. And at this point, Shaw realizes that like Shaliable's going to die, and he's like, "Well, the best thing we can do for him at this point is to give him a battle, like a death in combat." And he's like, "And and and he's like, I had a feeling this would happen." And then I'm like, you had a feeling, Char. That's what I was wondering. Thinking about it. Because I was like, hmm. Because Char knew that Chalitia was caught between Giren and Kaecilia. I was Mm -hmm. like... It's like he knew that, and he said this immediately before saying that new types are pathetic human mutations. Yeah! He's like, they're not omnipotent. I always say it like... Omnipotent. He said omniscient. But... Oh, okay. well, I mean, you could argue both work in this situation, but yeah, uh, it's just like, it's it's just very funny timing, and I'm pretty sure it means that he's going to become a new type. Quite pathetic. Mutants of war. Get their ass. Yeah. Good show. Good show. Um, hey, four more episodes left. Oh, no. I'm excited. Oh, no. I mean, I'm excited, but I'm also like, oh, no, you know? See, the thing is, though, you can watch Zeta at your own pace now. You can, like, binge the whole thing before I even start it. Ah, well, that's episode. So I got I got a little thing thing for you, Morgan. Yeah, don't you have something fun? I I do. I do have something fun. We're doing Beyond Tune World. You're going to love this. Trust me. Beyond Tune World. 
Welcome, welcome to Beyond Tune World's podcast within the podcast where we talk about voice actors or the things we watch and listen to. Today, Morg, we're talking about one Hirotaka Suzuoki, who you may know better as Bright Noah. Ooh. This is like, oh my god, I love this one. So, okay. He was born March 6, 1950 in Nagoya in the Aichi Prefecture of Japan. He he is dead. He died August 6, 2006 of lung cancer, I believe. But he had a pretty good career. Um, he died at the age of 56 then. So he, this is like, this is incredible to me. His, his first debut was 1977, I believe, with Invincible Steel Man Daitarn 3. But he was, in real life, Morg, best friends with one Toru Furia, who you may know as the voice actor of Amuro Ray. <gasps> no way, dude. That rules. Okay, so get this. He was Noah. He was Bright Noah. And then Toru Furia was Amuro Ray. Toru Furia in Dragon Ball was Yamcha. In Dragon Ball, Hirotaka Suzuki was Tian Shinhan, who are like oh my God. two of the strongest Earthlings who are buddies. In Saint Seiya, Amuro's voice actor was Pegasus Seiya, and 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 Suzuoki played Dragon Shiryu, who's the counterpart to Pegasus Seiya. So they're just buddies in like all the animes they they perform oh, in. Yes, it's so cute. It's like so. Okay, he he was a couple of cool roles. I I just said he was TN. He was also the World Martial Arts Tournament announcer, who's like this blonde guy with some uh, with a uh, Ray Bans on, wearing a suit, like commentating on all the tournaments. He has a fun mustache. He's a fun little character. He shows up quite a bit actually, because they're always doing tournaments. He he voiced Giovanni in Pokemon, like all the animated Pokemons in Japan from the very beginning. Pretty cool. I actually think either either Shars or Amro's voice actor was James. So it's like more and more you love it. He he voiced Kakyoin in the JoJo's OVA from the 90s. Hell yeah. He voiced Starscream in the <laughs> Japanese dub of Transformers, like the original show and movie. He voiced Chucky in Child's Play. Oh, no. He, the Japanese dub of the 1979 Lord of the Rings movie, he was Frodo. Oh, my God. He's done so much, and he was he was like in some other miscellaneous things. He was in Ramna One Half. He was in Fist of the North Star. He was in Case Closed. He was in Macross, and he was in Trigun. He's in like a lot of really prominent '80s and '90s anime. It's cool. He sounds like he was a very prominent dude, and he rested. Yeah, rest in peace. He his his final role was uh, bright in one of the Zeta movies, I believe. So it's like a good, very good send off for him. Aww. I like him. It's like I. It's I, it, It's just a very, very sweet to know that the voice actors, like in several different major series, their characters were like buddies in fiction too. It's very cute. I liked it. I like it. Yeah. So that's Beyond Toon World. Pretty good. Um. Before we do our plugs, Morg. Um. I would like to tell the listeners. So, as you all know, we record a week in advance before when I post the episode. Just to give, you know, time to edit in case scheduling gets weird. So today is July 19th. When this episode comes up, the day it comes out will be, um, what's 7 plus 9? Uh, July 26th. This episode will be up July 26th. If you're listening to this the day it comes out, you will have approximately one week. It's been, because what we're going to do for the finale of Mosu Gundam 0079 is we're going to do like a sort of mailbag episode. We're going to talk about other things. We're going to like rank all the robots in the series. We're going to do some fun bits like that. But since we don't do listener questions regularly, we want like 
there to be just one episode where you can send in anything you want. You can send in jokes. You can send in goose and gas and questions and discussions for us. So you get those in by August 2nd is when we're going to be recording that episode. So when you hear that, you'll have a week to do it. I'll be posting on the Twitter and Discord too. Um, please send in whatever you want. If, even if it's just like a stupid one-line joke, we'll read it because, you know, we love that shit. Um, I love content. We love... Oh, folks, we do love the content, though, don't we? Mwah. So anyway, yeah. Please do. Yeah. So you got a week to do that. Uh, August 2nd. <laughs> please water us. <laughs> and just let us die? So yeah, anyway, August 2nd is when um, we'll be recording the, that evening. So uh, get him in. Get him in. Get him in. Morg. Yeah. Internet. No internet allowed. Uh, you can- oh, be- oh, beans. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at hauntingthemorg, hauntingthelrg. Uh, you can also find me on my other podcast, um, Sonic Shuffle, where I learn about Sonic from my co-host, who is the teacher, in a random and holistic way. Randomize the um, universe that we're diving in every week. Mm-hmm. That's it. I, I, Sonic is good to me, in my humble opinion. Sonic has problems, but it is a fun time. Yeah, well, that's just true for everyone, Damn, isn't it? Damn, true. You've got, you got it. <laughs> I've got it. I've also got a Twitter that you can find at MaxiBajillion, and on Instagram you can find at MaxiBajillion. I've also got another podcast, Pot of Greed, the world's number one and only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast sponsored by Kaiba Corporation. You can find that on Twitter at Pot of Greed Cast. And I also started another podcast. It's called Slappers Only. It's a video game music podcast where me and my friend Jordan of of, of Jurgenit fame, of, of like a podcast fame, compete. We bring our favorite songs from different video game soundtracks. We compete to find out what the objectively best one is. And we're a subjective opinion. So if you think we're wrong, we're right. You're wrong. Don't add us. You can find that at Slappers Only Pod on Twitter. I'm very excited. And you can also go to... It's eight. Wind Waker's up. It's you can listen to it. We decide the best one. It's a, it's a true pick. No one's gotten mad at us, so it means we're correct, as we promised and and threatened. Next week we're gonna do or next episode is gonna be Halo Two, which is a pretty sick soundtrack. I don't too. know. It's very funky. It's a lot funkier than you'd think. Uh, yeah. Hey, speaking of funky, you go to noisespace.xyz. You can find some funky podcasts there. Including this one. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, good. We love our thirty podcasts. Pretty good. You got a podcast like LMNOP, a podcast about elementary. The show about Sherlock Holmes or Watson. One of those two characters. Both of them, actually. Two of them. Damn. Damn. Be good. I don't know anything about elementary. I still very much. Noisepace.xyz. All the podcasts. You can learn so much. It's really an educational tool at this point. Damn. (laughs) I bet you learn so much from this show. You learn so much. And Morg, I would like to learn one more thing this week. Um, you'd like to learn about a robot, I assume. Oh, wow. Are you a new type? How did you know? Oh, man. I just, I don't know if I'm a new type or I just know you too well. <laughs> Both might be true. Poor Um, so since you mentioned him, I'm going to talk about Starscream. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, so Starscream is, um... Megatron is well Starscream is from Transformers uh he's Megatron's right hand man uh a lot of the time most of the time that's my Transformers noise and uh he he 
he he likes to be very ambitious and sometimes goes overboard and tries to become the actual leader, but it's fine. He's usually You good. say sometimes as if that doesn't happen in every single story he's involved I in. I was being I was I was being, you know, I was hedging my bets. Uh Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We we like to believe in the, we like to believe in the good in everyone. Uh, including Starscream. But um he's also just like I haven't also seen all of the Transformers ever. I have seen like two of the cartoons. So, um, mm-hmm. and then like one of the movies, one of the shitty Michael Bay ones, like the third one or something. I don't know. Anyway, um, the cartoons are good though, actually. Like, legitimately. It's true. It's true. Um, I guess you can also argue they're like alive, but they're also robots. Another thing. You know, much like Ava. For 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 years and years, the Catholic Church has been asking, "Do robots have souls?" <laughs> Got the spark. Is that what is that what is that what Energon is? Is that like robot juice? Do robots have a pineal gland? Do robots have adrenochrome? Hmm. I'm thinking about <laughs> oh, <no>. it. <laughs> Don't think too hard <laughs> about my dumb joke. Um. Yeah, he's good. I feel like he's a lot of he's people's... He's a lovable bastard. I feel like he's a lot of people's, like, favorite, or at least their favorite villain. I feel like he's just, like, very popular. I, I think because he has just, like, so much personality. He's got a big personality in, like, every... He, he He's just he's just a loud mouth. Like, I, he's just... He's an extremely fun character, this, like, bumbling, scheming little bastard who never... Well, he does win sometimes, but he's, like, always just, like getting his shit kicked in but he's still just like i'm gonna get you next time he's a little rude man i like i'm gonna win i'm gonna win yeah he's i think he's more of a waluigi than a wario yeah i think you're right because he's like less of a brute force kind of guy yeah he's he's cerebral and he also just likes to play tennis (laughs) god i want (laughs) to see starscream he 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 also invented the crotch chop just like Waluigi did. I don't. I don't. Yeah, well, Waluigi Cross Shop Super Mario Strikers, a soccer game for the Nintendo GameCube. Pretty good. I played that like t- so. Oh, that game's good as hell. I'm very good at playing games. Uh, that was when Blockbuster was around, <laughs> and I like rented it. I- oh, I rented so many games from Blockbuster. It was so good. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Anyway, I'm tired as hell. Let's end this. Um, Let's uh put this podcast out to pasture. Uh, war is bad. Wow, cool robot. Bum bum. Lawn order place. <laughs> we just suddenly become a lawn order. That would never end. That podcast would go on forever. Also, I did not stop bum, recording bum, dun, 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 dun. Me neither. I'm stopping now, though. <laughs>